0: Jump, I can be a backpack
1: while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be a backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand
2: lift. Rocks with your special gift. Run, 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 non-stop. Podcast time.
1: Good. Wow. I think some well, of us were on the other verse. Right. Good yeah. Ben. That was me. That's Welcome okay. to the podcast. Uh, is anybody? That's
2: one way to open a podcast. for That's sure. That's the only
1: way the to only open way. a podcast sweetest anymore. Sweetest
0: fish to sing in that weird,
2: weird song. Weird to the podcast. You could tell we're it's doing this on a
1: Friday. Pretty much the soundtrack of our lives now.
2: It's true. If you haven't seen yeah. the movie slash video, Seagulls by Bad Lip Reading, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Go check it out. It's it's literally our theme song at, It'll network. Suck Down. Time in your life that you'll never get back. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: But it's I, totally I have to it. say, if I wasn't already married, I would have walked down the aisle to that song. Sure. <laughs> Truth. So It's too bad.
2: Fishing just the just came out would... just a few years too late. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, Josh Scott, Josh Bixer, thanks for being on the podcast hi, today. Welcome and back. Hello, everybody. They didn't turn the thing around, so we can't see ourselves. Oh, man. Hold on, I'm going to do that. TJ. TJ. TJ can do it. TJ, thanks, man. We really
0: appreciate that. We can't see ourselves waving hi to you right now. It's really awkward. Oh, there Oh, nice. Is. See, now we can so see
2: now, it. <laughs> Hello. Now we know now, it's recording. Now, TJ, he he literally sits behind the camera yeah. every single podcast, and he sometimes does some weird things. <laughs> sometimes he's talking to a UPS driver. Sometimes <laughs> he's playing with quads. I We don't really know what he does back there, but uh, he's, he, can, he can be a little bit distracting. I know
0: what he does back there. He builds quads around the clock, and when he's not building quads, he's fixing ours. <laughs> and when he's not fixing ours or building quads, he's also – Uh, looking at new technology, bringing our store, which is really cool. I think our store has never been so up to date on, on latest multi-rotor technology.
2: Yeah. It's awesome. TJ, thank you very much for moving everything forward. Boy, if you guys could see what he's building right now. Yeah. you, You can't because it's not facing you. But it's awesome.
0: But it's, it's really cool. I think we should tease that first on the uh, video podcast. Reward you guys for watching. Ooh, that's Ooh, a good wow. that's a good day. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah on that note, we're going to be talking a little bit about today uh, <clears throat> some general RC content, mm-hmm. some UPS drone delivery stuff. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. We got some uh, Florida trip. Actually, we're going to talk a little bit with Josh Ground about two. going down round two. Uh, something a little bit behind us here to the right slash left, uh, the Strix. We got the possibly talk about the micro power pack that we've yeah. been looking at lately, which is really exciting. Um, also there's a community showcase around a C-17, C17 Globemaster, yeah. which is really, cool. Looks really yes. cool. Um, and I think we're also going to do a little bit of a, uh, Q Yeah. From, from, uh, those on Facebook. Thank you for posting. Really appreciate that. So that's what we got on tap today. Yeah. Um, which is nice. So we're going to, we're going to start out with the UPS drone delivery, um, if you haven't seen what's been going on in general, um, obviously drones have been a part of amazon um, they're They're doing a lot of different things with different companies. UPS is the latest to come out and talk about I it. I think they just wanted a new truck. I think you're right. That makes sense.
0: I I watch
2: Oh saying. yeah. do you, you, you want to set mine to yours? No. no. Oh, mine's an old Casio, so mine's not. Gonna, mine's not an Apple Watch. What are you this guys is, doing right now? <laughs> this, is, uh, this is so awkward right now. Talking, to, <laughs> he's setting his watch, so it's it's no. not gonna ding every yeah, time. My <laughs> watch ding. I guess you. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so the UPS drone delivery scenario, right? From what I have gathered, there's it's a truck where the drone sits on top and charges while it sits mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's right? got a
1: hatch in the inside of the truck, right? That's and the open. driver opens up and puts the package inside a little mm-hmm. basket. Yeah on the little, underside of the drone little
2: basket. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And you it put sits a there in a
0: basket <laughs> <laughs> from the same
2: seagull video. Go check it out. Uh See, and it applies to all stages of life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it sits there and it charges while it sits there and then you put the you put the package in and this is what gets me is that they push a button on a screen. Mm-hmm. It goes on an automatic flight path. Mm. And the driver can go and deliver packages wherever else he wants to go to. Yeah. It just meets the driver where, where, where he it lands. Yeah. yeah. It's just or like, it goes, yeah. it goes, it goes there and either does it come back? Well, yeah,
0: yeah it tracks, it tracks the vehicle. Right. So it's like a moving platform, which frankly, like I've seen Amazon and all the things. I think this is the most brilliant application. And you think about mm-hmm. it because it's almost like an extension. It's almost yeah. like two buddies are dividing and conquering mm-hmm. versus like, okay, there's one fixed warehouse. That's huge and it has to go to all these different locations and that's all it can go. This actually almost opens the envelope in the distance it can go. Which yeah.
1: And with their routes they have they obviously have a lot of stops that are close together mm-hmm. but right. they have a lot of stops that they have to drive out, you know, miles for just one yep. package delivery. Mm-hmm. So this is uh should be a way to save, yeah. you know, on gas, on time, everything well, like that.
0: The percentages they talked about, you think it'd be like, "Oh, this will cut down, you know, 30%." They're talking like less than 5%, aren't they? In, in mileage, and that's millions and millions and millions of dollars just right. to save a few percent yeah. in their travel cost, which is, which is pretty wild yeah. when you think about it. So I'm still, I, I hate to say, I'm still a little skeptical. Like, right. you know, drone <laughs> delivery is really cool. Let's talk about winter weather. Let's talk about rain. Let's talk about wind. Let's talk about all these things. Yep. Um, I don't mean to be a naysayer, but, uh, it's cool to see them pushing the technology forward. It's going to open up a lot of great jobs for people that are passionate about flight, which I love. Um, but I'm still kind of wondering if it's more of a an exotic idea to get noticed versus a a reality. Right. But they're displaying it; they're
2: making it happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other the other cool thing about it is that, um, from what I understand, there is a they call it Orion. And I, let me read this real quick so I don't get it on on road integrated optimization and navigation, which is what the company's proprietary routing software is what they use. So they're, they're going to be integrating as good that. At making in anagrams today. as we are. Yeah. Right. I like that. That's mm-hmm. nice. So that's that's kind of what they're going to be using. It's an octocopter. Obviously, if you've been part of the hobby, you've seen probably seen an octocopter um, before, which they're pretty big. They can be quite large, and they can be kind of scary to look at. Mainly eight motors. Yeah, eight motors. And it's in kind of like a, a squarish boxes mm-hmm. form. Um, it's got a 30-minute flight time mm-hmm. uh, with a 10-pound package, with a 10-pound payload. Um, that That is also to say that you don't have to carry 10 pounds. You can carry something smaller. Um, but what I what I do not understand at this moment is that, like, when you talk about wind and weather and all this stuff, like, that affects it. I mean, we were out today yeah. doing some stuff, and we had a two-meter wing, um, and my even my six-inch quadcopter was getting blown around by the wind. I mean, yeah. it's 19, 20-mile-an-hour winds today. Oh, it was more than that today. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so so essentially— it's going to affect a lot of things. And if yeah. you're not watching it line of sight and you're just kind of doing its own thing, we've been a part of the DJI drones where they have, you know, obviously the GPS and all that stuff. And it kind of takes away with the, where the wind goes and stuff like that, but possibly problems, you know, in the future that they, they need to kind of look at before they fully automate it and, and go forward with it. In my opinion, I have a gut
0: check that, you know, very soon, whether we think it's an issue or not, we're going to see some application of this in the real world yeah. on a civilian level, which is pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of laugh because I, I just picture us like all the crazy stuff that happens with flight tests when we take our models out. <laughs> I just picture that happening with the drone deliveries. Like you know, all right, there it goes. Where's it going? You yeah. know, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> all right, uh, come back with my watch. You know? <laughs> so it's so true. It'll though. be it'll be cool to see that. But I do think their their uh, approach on it is probably one of the coolest approaches and also one of the most practical because it's yeah. charging while it's you know driving around. Um, and the person can be freed up to do other applications and it's meeting them where they're at, you know? So, so yeah, way to go UPS. And I mean, we're going to see some pretty cool trucks
2: looking, you know, looks like a little bubble on the top. It does. And, and that's the nice thing is that they're trying to integrate this technology to move the, the delivery process and, and really the Mm -hmm. consumer, the, the, the way that we interact with them and they interact with us getting our packages quicker, this, that, and the other to allow us to have a better kind of. Scenario when we get our package, right? So having a better experience overall, moving that moving that kind of thing forward, which is wonder if really
1: cool. the consumer is going to be aware that a drones. gigantic drone is going to be delivering <laughs> their package because that would be an experience in itself. You
0: know, is Max loves barking at the UPS guy. He loves barking at drones. Yeah, I, just, be great. I just picture like. Oh, the UPS guy's here. We walk out. It's like, <laughs> you know? so. that's gonna be great. Oh, man, and,
2: I'm sorry if I blew up anyone's radio right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. No, I'm excited to see what happens and moving forward to see what uh, not only the obviously the FAA and uh, consumers, people like you guys on the on the forums and on the uh, Facebook, uh, on the YouTube's, all that stuff. You know. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below what you feel about this whole UPS drone delivery system. Obviously yeah. you've seen it before in Amazon stuff like that, but we'd love to get your feedback um, and see what you guys think about it. So uh, segueing into that out of that into the Florida trip. So, yeah. we're we're going for round two. You said
0: going for round two and and hopefully many more rounds to come. maybe even a flights best south being you know aided with these wonderful gentlemen at Aviator PPG. So yeah, tomorrow, um let's see it's gonna be myself, Alex, Austin, and uh, Christian. Mm. Uh, are all going to be going down and in this application we're gonna we you know we talked about in the past that we'd like to go through the training right well you guys made it possible we're going to be going through the training of uh, learning to fly powered paragliders um, and uh, we cannot wait it's it's really exciting it's, it's honestly a bucket list and and mm. at the same time it's really scary too because as many people say you know oh you don't feel like you're hanging you know you talk about it you rationalize out of your mind and then you're thinking about it and you're going to leave tomorrow and you're like all right. I am just hanging in the middle of the air, you know, right. so so it's going to be really exciting to see how scary that is, especially, right. you know, with fears of heights. But uh, it, it far is outweighed by the excitement of actually getting to see this dream come true. So from the bottom of my heart, guys, thank you. We're going to spend, um, let's see, four days with them. And in that four days, we're not going to go through every aspect. They actually take a person in about a week and a half from a uh, beginner, never knowing anything, to soloing. And that will be about our four day mark. And then from that point on, they actually continue to push them, get them logging hours. Choreography. Choreography, dancing. Nice. Yeah. um, You know, singing lessons. Um, (laughs) They teach them how to to actually get more advanced with that. So they walk out there with a fully accomplished skill set in many different things. So our goal for this trip, we're going to break up this whole experience into two big segments. First trip is going to take us from knowing nothing to hopefully soloing. And I say hopefully because – we're not going to push anything um, just because we've been around aviation a lot does not mean we have the natural skills or the ability to do this, right? It's going to be fully up to aviator PPG, whether we get in the air. And they understand that there's no obligation that we need to go down and have us you know, magically flying by the end of this. If any one of us aren't, you know, in their perspective, uh, ready, we're not going to be in the air. Hmm. If any of us feel in our hearts that we're not ready, we're not going to be in the air. But the four of us, uh, Christian too, are going to be getting trained. And, and if this works, we'll, uh, Hopefully be, uh, you know,
2: feeling what it likes to be flying a paramotor. That's awesome. So really exciting <laughs> times. That's phenomenal. And <clears throat> obviously Josh Scott and I were sitting here wishing that we could go, you know, dreaming about being up in the air, flying around.
0: <sighs>
2: we'll literally be sitting right here. <laughs> we, talking, we, we talking about yeah. wonder what those guys are doing right now. That, that, yeah. That's actually going to happen. Which is really sad. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do a live I uh, just thought about it and feed. cried a
1: little bit.
0: <laughs> <I wanted laughs> you guys me. can Facebook live. We, we may <laughs> even get to meet up with uh, Fred Provost while he's oh, down there. Oh, Freddie. Fred has a power paraglider as well, too. Does so, he? Yeah, oh, we'll wow. see. I, I just just texting with him today.
2: And so, Fred, if you're watching this, I hope I get to see you. Fred, a uh, little, little tidbit on Fred. <clears throat> First of all, I love that guy. He's guy great. guy. has such a heart for this hobby and for flight tests in and, and general. He, he's a, I'm not saying he's a park ranger. ranger. He's like Crocodile Dundee in Florida. He does everything. If you don't follow him on like Facebook, you need to, because this guy has crazy photos and videos that pop up on a random basis (laughs) that like Alex and I actually look at him every so often. Just crazy things that you would never think of. Like, oh, look, here's a picture of a rattlesnake that is next to my door that I walked on today. And this is (laughs) sadly the reason why my wife is never going to let me ever move to Florida. (laughs) I I get very cranky
0: over the winter because I don't get vitamin D in Ohio. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons, at least. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I want to move to Florida every winter. I want to move to Florida. I want to move to Florida. Let's just move the whole group down to Florida. It doesn't matter if they want to or not. Um, <laughs> no, I Yeah, you do. So there we go. We got Josh and Josh. We're good, right? Yep. Now we just got to build around doesn't to the matter. rest of the team. And uh, I'll, I'm sure you wouldn't mind going, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hate summer down there, <laughs> but I love the winter down there. So what we need to do is we need to have a, a, a program where we basically live in Florida during the winter. Okay. And then we come back and do content during the summer mm-hmm. up north, mm-hmm. and then we just always are shifting back and forth. It's like we just jumped fifty years ahead. Right now, you know, I unless. do have a
2: question on that: Are we all going to be living in the same house, yeah, or is it going to yeah, be different be houses? Are we, we all get our own house, or there's a lot of reality we TV we get, shows where they doing? put a whole bunch of people in
0: one house together, and yeah. it always and does always turn out well. Yeah, yeah no drama. <laughs> so, drama drama flight, <laughs> flight test
2: reality show you heard it here first not gonna happen <laughs> thank so, god
0: yeah yeah we love each other but also we believe in the power of family and and not killing each other. right
2: that's true so, so anyways on the back on the note of, of fred thank you fred for doing yeah. all that you do for us here at flight test and, and the community in general uh you're the man keep doing your park ranger yeah. thing we love you hopefully we'll see you Sooner rather than later, I think is he coming to Flight Fest this year? I believe because he so. couldn't last year because we'll, we'll of his job. We'll find out. So. Yeah, he's
0: just moved up, and he's he's such a great guy. He keeps climbing the ladder wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see whether he's down here or not. But if you guys do have a chance to meet up with Fred, yes, um, it'll be quickly to see his passion for people and for uh, for flight tests, which very yes. cool he actually has been flight Tests longer than I have. Um, wow. He was one of the very first people that Chad built a relationship with. And uh, he's a dear, dear friend of mine as well, too. Awesome. Good guy. Um, my
2: man, my man, Fred.
0: So with that power pair thing, I want to do one last thing. Uh, yeah. What we're going to be doing with our content, if anyone hasn't seen our full scale, we're not going to be doing instructional videos uh, with this. We can teach you guys how to fly a model airplane and talk with somewhat level of authority and opinions. But we're really going to be focusing on the journey <clears> of this and what we learned each day. So four days, you're going to get four videos, most likely, all focusing on the, the impact we, you know, we experienced, uh, what we learned things like that. Um, our hope in this whole series is to show the value of proper training and the, and the value of taking the the right path yeah. versus trying to run to the goal sooner. And uh, also we're going to show our failures. So if you see me, you know, biting into the dirt, you know, <laughs> tripping and falling <laughs> on the ground, we're not hiding that. And I'm not going to, none of us are going to be uh, looking like experts here. We're going to really show you what we experience and hopefully give you guys a picture of that. So uh, if you're anticipating a tutorial and waiting for that, just go ahead and watch the videos and, and use that as a level of, of uh, inspiration to mm-hmm. uh, to you know maybe take that path. But you're not going to get the information from us. Or, <laughs> right. or not take the path depending on how it turns path. out. Yeah, <laughs> I say bath. <laughs> wow. Oh, all right. So that's that's, that's so all. That, that's my disclaimer. I'll keep on saying.
2: Yeah, and and to be honest with you, I I, I was never into the whole power power paraglider yeah. situation. But after watching the video. And the amount of fun that you were having, the, your, just, your face was elated with joy. I mean, it really was. It was hilarious. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, go check it out. We'll, we'll put a link below. <laughs> but it made me want to experience what you were experiencing, yeah. which is one of the big reasons why we do videos. We want to inspire mm-hmm. people. We want to inspire the community to go out and, if, especially if you're, if you're comfortable with it, mm-hmm. go out and try something new. Try something you've never done before because life is short and, and it's, you only live once. Right, so if you're passionate about something or you're l- looking to do something new, power paragliding power might not be a bad yeah. option. Well, we wanna yeah, we wanna help
0: you realize that if that's the case or not. So indeed, good stuff.
2: So another thing that we're looking at is also it's actually right behind us here. I'm gonna point to it. Uh, this is good old uh, Strix. Is yeah. the is th- is it the name Strix. of the is it Strix Wing or is it the company of Strix? I
0: believe it's called. Was it the Strix uh, Race Atlas? Wing?
2: Strix Atlas. Is that what that is?
0: Um, uh, yeah, it the, is
2: Al- right Al- Al- latest. Alatus? A L A T U S. Or something A-L-A-T-U-S. like that. Sorry if we butcher the name. Wow.
0: We'll have it in the link below. We will. And I have, I'm sorry, it's Friday in my mind. I think it's Alatus. The, Alatus. I always thought it was Atlas, but.
2: Well, it's A L A T U S. That's what Where it says. Where are you guys right looking? There. There's a box over here to my right. Oh, okay. So. Alatus, Alatus, Alatus. Alatus. Maybe Austin knows. Is it Strix Alatus? Alatus? Alatus. 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 Tomato, tomato. Plain, plain. That's great. And wing, so wing. this is a race. This is a race <laughs> wing, and, and you obviously yeah. can't feel it because you're in the video and or, or just listening or listening. You can't. So see you it have really. no idea at all. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I'll describe it. There's a little. It's a, it's a fully white, um, foam foam wing. Yeah, we haven't put the decals on. It has decals. Yeah, it has decals. Yeah. Good to note. Uh, looks like a cuttlefish with wings. Yes, it does. And the, there's a center pod that kind of is orange that looks kind of like a like you said a cuttlefish, mm-hmm. hanging out chilling. Uh, but it looks like it's pretty sturdy. Uh, and I hear it goes quite quick. Yeah.
0: They have a legit motor on this thing. Um, the assembly and the construction concept of this is, is one of the things I'm most excited about. Um, frankly, like I I like wings, but this to me is not the most beautiful wing in my opinion. It's, it's, uh, looks very functional, Mm -hmm. but from what we've seen on the videos and what we're going to be checking out is, is it looks like it flies very nice. Okay. My favorite thing about it is, is the wings are two halves and literally they slide in, and then the top power pot actually keys everything together. There's like in the actual foam wings, which is really a nice mold, um, they actually have some reinforcement plates. So this is magnetic, and it pulls off, and I'm going to make noise. At least the Whoa. people watching the video can see it. Right, so. so oh, I see. You basically have a three-piece you know, component here, and it's very easy to assemble, disassemble, swap out broken wings, things mm-hmm. like that, magnetics. But you can see now when I put this down, if you're watching on YouTube's, you can see how that goes He's in there nicely. Just like that. So Same let's give nice. him some specs. No. Specs. <laughs> I like Not going one. down that road. I just again. wanted to make you work harder. Um Love but, that. But it's it's very well thought out. Uh, it has reinforcement plates in there. Um, frankly, like I said, the nose is kind of ugly, but so is the FT Arrow. So um, <laughs> it has a spot for your camera, a spot for a, a Mobius or a GoPro or a Session. Um, you can change your frequencies. You know, everything is really well laid out. It's almost like the world of multi-rotors merging with with wings. Right. Um, don't know if this is really a racer. I know they give you little wing tip plates to make it the legal wingspan so you can race it. Okay. Under, I think, its multi-GP's, you know, parameters. So they did proactively put that in there. Um, but it looks pretty darn quick. And the motor, just for you guys who are noticing. Yeah. Uh, so it's a co- Cobra down. motor. It's a Cobra motor. It's a 2217-8, uh, 2300 kV, and it's running off of a four-cell. So pretty beefy, strong motor uh, mm-hmm. in this. and.
2: What size prop is that? Uh, it's a
0: small one. It's yeah. like 6'4". 6'4". Some 6'4 prop. But um, we're looking forward to getting those up. We got a couple in here. We're also considering putting it in our store. Okay. Uh, we're going to vet this out. And uh, what we're looking for is kind of like um, some people don't want to want to have to build. They want to have a, a great experience, but something that's also kind of clever, you know, yeah. in, in the industry. I think this is a pretty clever product. I think cool. it looks cool.
2: Yeah. Good. Yeah.
0: Metal gear, 9-gram servos. <clears throat> I mean, it's built, it's built well.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing us... Uh, Mess around with it yeah. for sure. So be on, be on the lookout for a review. I'm yeah, guessing. We'll,
0: by that time we'll know what to properly call it. Whether it's the ilatus, the atlas, the elatis. right? All um, all of the above, or maybe it's the All You
2: never
0: you never know. It could be one of those. It yes. could it could be that they just want to mess with us and change the name. Yeah. Know, so
2: if if you if you're looking for it, it's the Strix. Alatus, Alatus, race, wing, possibly T-U-S? just a regular wing. No, no, exactly for sure. But we'll we'll get you the review and we'll uh, we'll get you all the information on that. Yeah, uh, We'll have a link down below Ooh. for all that stuff as well. Um, next thing on the list is actually something that we've talked about a little bit in the recent past. Uh, we were talking about some of the micro planes that we were talking about. Yeah. Is the Emacs Micro Power Pack. Which and Josh is super excited oh about. Oh man, we're so excited about super this. cool. Um, and and also, uh,
0: I see you know what the tiny whoop generation did mm-hmm. and and getting so many people down to a level where it's just fun. You try to find someone flying a little tiny whoop around that's not grinning from ear to ear. He's <laughs> not then, saying whoop, whoop. yeah, <laughs> whoop, whoop, <laughs> and, uh, and and also getting to meet Jesse Perkins and the group of guys that he runs with that are just so wonderful. Mm. Um, I I love that format. I love that size, and I'm also excited to see where the industry is turning. So. What we're going to be putting energy to in, in flight test is uh, we haven't been able to do too much DIY multirotors for a while mm-hmm. because the, the age of plywood, wood, and things like that and 400 size quads is long gone. And when you have a, a race quad or a 250 or 150, you need that carbon fiber for the durability. Right. What I love about this new motor size that's really going to be hitting in March that we're going to be championing is you, you got the DIY back. You got the creativity back. You got the fun back. Um, and what Tiny Whoop has done with the inductric size quads, keep in mind this is a little bit bigger, but my dream has always been to be able to go into a gymnasium with a bunch of friends or a church youth group or a school and just have a ball. Right. And this is the pack that will do it. Um, you have longevity in flight. You got power. You got speed. You got a reward that's really good. So what Flight Test is going to do is uh, I, I think it, naturally the term became the gremlin. Right, and, right. Uh, we're going to be, you know, encouraging people to uh, you know, design their own Gremlin and, uh, and to, to showcase their own Gremlin. So, um, let's see. So far we have TJ, myself, um, Chad Lewis has designed mm-hmm. a frame.
2: Um, Alex, I think, has done a Alex, small Yeah, one.
0: Alex has an awesome frame. But it's all based around their personalities and their style and what they love. And that's why I think it's <laughs> so cool because when you have race quads, you got to per- design it for performance. You can't design it for style. Where these, all of them perform. And uh so matter of fact, TJ right now is soldering one up and we can't show it to you, but. Uh, uh, that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. That's right what we alluded <laughs> to before. <laughs> um, exactly but, what we're doing. But I'm so excited because in 2017, so many great things are going to be happening. Right. This is one that kind of came out of nowhere and it just fit the mark because we're all kind of sad because it's like the DIY plywood, you know, simple fun. was kind of getting taken away. And mm-hmm. this is simple fun. It, it took me about an hour uh, to uh, assemble. TJ was gracious enough to put my little receiver in for me. Uh, basic soldering skills and a good soldering iron is all you need in about an hour's worth of time in your imagination. Yeah. So uh, we're going to to bring these power packs and we're also going to be bringing in the baby hawk in, uh, in branded form, right? Which if anyone hasn't seen what Emacs is doing with the baby hawk, it's incredible. So that'll be coming hopefully in late March. Um, we really want to get people fascinated with, with building and tinkering and stuff again. So Look for a whole, I don't want to say campaign, but a whole uh, bunch of great content. And um, our goal with these power packs is we're going to, as we design Gremlins, it's going to be Stefan's Gremlin, Bixler's Gremlin, TJ's Gremlin. And then we're going to not, you know, because it's frankly very cheap in wood. Mm -hmm. We're going to actually, when we sell the power packs, give them a free wooden Gremlin inside of it. And uh, that way it's kind of a a good starting and that'll give them a platform that they can say, okay, I want to change this and this and this. And hopefully it'll do what, you know, the swappables (laughs) have done with foam board to the multi-rotors, you know, because before it was wood because it had to be wood. That's mm-hmm. all you had to work with. Right. But it wasn't the best material. This wood is fine. I'm yet to break that little, uh, TJ, what is it, 332nd frame? Oh. 332nd, right? I'm not using 16. Oh yeah, 332nd. You need to hold it up for me. Yeah. So 332nd plywood, literally. Now you I, can't see. <laughs> you can't see. I'm torturing you. <laughs> um, that, that little frame, I literally full throttle into the wall. And it didn't even break off the motor. Mm -mm. I mean, it it just doesn't have enough weight to hurt it. And I'm flying Mm -hmm. a 500 milliamp battery and I'm getting eight minute flight times of just going nuts. And we uh, crashed it 10, 12 times into walls and steel beams. I mean, you can use carbon fiber, but it's not going to give you anything different than what you're getting with with the wood, which really makes me excited because that means people can just be creative. You know, they don't need to have a CNC router. They don't need to have a laser cutter. You can have a jigsaw in a couple minutes, draw something out, create it. And we're looking to really help people, you know, get creative with that. Oh, so um, I great. hope I hope I said enough but not giving away too much. But right. I look for a lot of little gremlins to come in the near yeah. future. And uh, our hope also is we want to kind of create a cool hashtag where people are showcasing their gremlins. You know what yep. I mean? And just the way these things just kind of beg you to be mischievous, crazy, a little ornery, um, I think that's a perfect name to kind of do that. Because you got the performance, the speed, the durability. Right. A know, lot of fun in a small little package. Yeah, fun with very little consequences, and right. it's also under 250 grams, which means uh, no uh, no registration. No registration, yeah. which is always a nice thing.
2: Now, is there any is there any specs you can give on the actual power? How yeah. big the motors? 11,
0: like? Yeah, absolutely. 1104 motors. Um, okay. 1104, I want to say 5200 kV. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, once again, it's a 6 amp ESC. Uh, bullet. Uh, we're using the little F3 micro. Mm-hmm. Teeny weeny little teeny. tiny distribution board Martini. slash uh, flight controllers. And Emacs has been so great. And matter of fact, while we're on the subject of Emacs, um, they have really come out swinging. Uh, their motors, if anyone's in the multi rotor community, everyone knows the 2205 red bottoms. Uh, in 2017, we've gotten even closer with them where we're going to be showcasing and be one of the first releasers of a lot of their brand new motors that are coming mm-hmm. along. I'm going to butcher the number 2306. Um, TJ can interrupt me if I'm, I'm wrong. I think t- both both KV ranges 2700 KV and I think it's 2500 KV. Did I get it right? 24 and 2750. 24 and 2750. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to basically be working with the Emax real close and as mm-hmm. they get new technology, we're going to be bringing in really quick because what I love about them is you get 90% of the uh, uh, performance at twenty percent the cost. And in these cases, like the Red Mac, Red Bottoms, when they came out, they were the industry leader you right. know, for a long time. But they were still one of the most economical motors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm yet to blow out a bell. I'm yet to blow out a bearing. And if anyone watches me, I crash a lot. So um, <laughs> it's very true. It's yeah, true. They're bullet ESC do. lines. Um, I'm trying to think of everything, but we we have a, a pretty aggressive strategy with them to really try to get ahead of the curve. And uh, what we found with our community is they've grown so quickly. They mm-hmm. want some of the stuff that is still a good value but still really good performance uh, where they can go and race. They can go and, you know, have fun and get that performance. Right. And we're going to be working closely with Emax to uh, to bring a lot <clears throat> of new SKUs. So if you guys haven't come to our store lately, uh, check it out regularly because we're adding tons and tons of different product. It's All crazy. that's vetted. And, and now that TJ is with us every day and, and blessing us with this knowledge, mm-hmm. um, it's amazing how much he brings to the table with us being able to, to real quickly vet things and – it's so a yay or nay.
2: Right. And I think if I'm not mistaken, those red bottoms, TJ, you raced with those at, uh, did you race with those at the, at the nationals? Yeah. Yeah. So he, those, those are what he raced at the nationals yeah. uh, on his quad. Yeah. So, I mean, the high performance, great, great little motors They're and at such an unbelievable yeah. price. It's awesome. It's really and, cool. And if anyone
0: wants 80% of the performance for 20% of the cost, I know this is a little pitchy, uh, but we did, we had a lot of stock of 22.05s. Right. We have them uh, <clears throat> incredibly low on sale. Um, oh, so, yeah. like so 14,
2: 14. 99, 14. 99, or 99 yeah. Like so it's it's,
0: it should be like two, three bucks cheaper <clears throat> than anyone else around because what we don't want to do is we don't have a lot of dead stock. Now what we are going to be doing, though, is our F motor, F motor pack is going to be adopting the 2205 motors. Right. So uh, look for a lot of really cool, fast Warbirds, mm-hmm. things like that, that are going to be, you know, maybe an Aero V2
2: right. Uh, that's going to be a very fast a ship
0: running off those red bottoms. Yeah. So that's
2: cool. Cause now the F pack gets a little bit of upgrade yep. with, with no increase in price. So yep. that's always a good upgraded thing. Upgraded ESC, upgraded uh, a motor. That's awesome. So, uh, and so we talked a little bit about that design challenge that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are just little things that we try to inspire yeah. the community, but we're also inspired by you guys, you know, give us some feedback. Let, let us see what you're building. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, i as my job as community engagement manager, I love to see new and crazy designs, oh. insane things that you guys are doing, or even simple little hacks. Those, yeah. those are also great. That's what well, we kind of base our you know business model
0: on a little bit. And I don't want to interrupt your segue, but you're, you're absolutely right with, with uh, what you're going to be talking about in a second. What I really love seeing it with the foam board airplanes is what mm-hmm. I really love to see with the multi-rotors, where people are really just constantly creating, and they can walk right into that world and do something and take a risk. Right. And uh, and it pays off, and then they can share it openly, and it's really hard to bring that into the multi rotor community because so much of it is performance based. Where this, I almost feel like now we have budget, creativity, all that stuff can live in that world again, and uh, I'm just so excited about that. It's yeah. it's hard, you know. My my favorite machines now are is that little Vortex one hundred and fifty, and this little Gremlin, yeah. and uh, because it just you end up smiling the whole time. It, does it carry a GoPro? No, but can you go through little tiny holes and just do things that you would never dare do before? Yeah. <laughs> And I can't wait to see what people uh, design, share, and encourage other people to do. Yeah. It's going to be, I think, very similar to what we see with the Foamies.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and Josh Scott, I'm sure you'll see him around here flying those little baby gremlins around. Yes, sir. Kicking it up. You know what I'm saying? That'll be a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah. Saying. So, segueing into community showcase kind of part yeah. of things, um, I've actually had the pleasure of chatting with – Benjamin Harbour. Ben, thanks for uh, being Hi, here ben. on the pa- podcast with us today and paper form and, and email form, form, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Where> <laughs> right here. He's on the piece of paper. He's right here. He's right there. See him? Uh, paper. I've, <laughs> I've, that's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had the pleasure of communicating with him for the last uh, day or day and a half or so. Yeah. Um, great guy. Wonderful, wonderful individual. Um, has a wife and a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live out in California. Um, he'll actually be at Flight Fest West, awesome. which is actually the Inspiration behind this build. He wanted to bring something yeah. to Flight yes. Fest. Mm-hmm. Flight Fest West. So to to be clear on that, Flight mm-hmm. Fest West in Vallejo, California.
0: Vallejo. Um,
2: he made a C-17 Globemaster 3 50 millimeter EDF. If you Girl. haven't seen the pictures, which I, have you guys, did you guys <laughs> yes. check out the link? Yeah, he did a CAD oh, draw. Up of it. Yeah. It looks great. The, yeah. If you need to go on the forums, there's a link. There's going to be a link below. Check out this unbelievable bird. Like this thing is it's just gorgeous. So cool! It's a work of art. Yeah, it really is. And and I, I was sitting there. I went actually went through the forum post twice, reading all the comments and 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 looking at. it. And on that note, he got a bunch of in, input from six or seven or eight different other people who have either built one or tried to build one or wanted to build one. Just getting all the feedback to make it what it is right now. It has it has yet to fly or at the moment? It hasn't hasn't maidened yet, but the thing looks. Oh, looks really <laughs> cool. thing looks phenomenal
0: it's a perfect amount of beauty ingenuity and simplicity you know right and, and when you say 50 millimeters i believe there's four of them right right yes yeah. four yeah. yes correct four yeah. of them yeah so that thing's gonna be fantastic yeah. I, I can't wait to see it and, and ben thank you for the great job in posting the pictures <clears throat> and, and Stefan, to you man it's so funny i always think i got something i'm walking in all excited to share it with you and and you're like hey did you check this out i'm like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah, great great work on that, and yeah. uh and yeah, it's, a super inspirational build. It's really well documented
2: too.
1: And
0: he yeah. has some history
1: wrapped up in that too. Didn't his, his dad actually worked on the C- uh, mm-hmm. C-17. He, uh, and
2: I'll, and I'll just read this little piece that he sent me an email um, and I wanted to read it so I didn't butcher it. Cause this is his history with mm-hmm. his father and, yeah. and the whole thing. He said, um, it's rather personal to me. My dad ran, led, managed the structural test program for the original C-17 wow. at McDonnell Douglas. Um, so he was literally raised on the C-17. Not literally, but essentially right next to it almost all the time. That doesn't sound like a stressful job at all. No, not, not at all, which is awesome. Uh, he also said some of the earliest memories of his aircraft, of this aircraft included, um, his t- dad took a family to see its first flight in September 1991. He was also there when it when it was delivered, the, the final flight and I think, was, I don't remember exactly which year, but he was there for the final delivery flight, which was awesome. Uh, he was there to see the first one leave Long Beach, as well as the one that last— landed which was kind of bittersweet for him he says um but for sure an amazing experience now now he's kind of been able to take all that information Mm -hmm. all that inspiration and put it into a project yeah um mainly because he had like a a, another project that had too big of a battery he's like what can i use this for (laughs) and he's like well i've always wanted to build one of these and it's personal to me so we're gonna do it yeah um which is really cool so and and the other thing that i love about these big builds is and we talked about it over the emails is that, especially if you're married or you have a significant other, those of you that do, um, everybody knows, and you, you I'm sure, know this. There's always a lovely, patient, beautiful woman in the background allowing for these projects to happen on your kitchen table, in your living room, in your basement, in your garage. Actually, all of those places. <laughs> right? In Josh's case, every single one of them. Yes. I mean, there are so many pictures I see over the forums and over the uh, the articles of people's like houses being overrun by phone board. Yeah. And we always wonder, we always sit there like, where, where's the wife and all this? Where, where is she? <laughs> or the, or the kid or the daughter, like they have to be patient. They have to allow them to do it. And, and they're just so loving and gracious towards yeah. that. And so he talks a little bit about that. And, and that's one of those things that I love to highlight because it's right. Sometimes you have to have a strong woman in the background being able to allow you to do these Encouraging things, it. right, which is really cool. So that being said, um, it's also talking taken him. I think it was like the end of January of last year for one to three hours a night, mm-hmm. um, which is which is crazy. Like that's a lot of time and effort. But when it's something so passionate to you, yeah, it's a big deal. You know, um, so man, really cool.
0: buy your wives a really nice Valentine's day gift get them a card saying thank you and, right. and put something down before you cut over top of the dining room table. <laughs> I think those three things will keep your phone board supply running. It really and, will. Uh, and your battery's stocked up and, and life happy. It's 100%. And, and wives, I'd strongly encourage you to, when the husband is going out to fly, hopefully with his kids if he has them, mm-hmm. um, go out and watch and take pictures of the crashes. Yeah, video is, pictures. Those are some of the best expressions I see when you see families, when they're holding up the pieces. And, and you know, it's just, <laughs> it's the best stuff. You know, it's not the flight. Um, now, hopefully, that being said, this plane, I, I really hope flies and yeah. lasts oh, forever. 100%. But, but um. I love hearing the stories of of spouses when they're talking about you know. Yeah, I love watching
2: not to fly, but I just love watching them try Mm -hmm. to fly. You know, and
0: and (laughs) it's such a cool thing. So it's really
2: cool. And I'll just give you uh, before we kind of segue out, I'll give you a couple just general points on the whole entire thing. Uh, All up weight, everything included, eighty two ounces, just over five pounds. Not bad. uh, Which is not bad. It's got four EDFs, like we talked about, fifty millimeter, forty eight inch wingspan. So it's. Pretty pretty good size, just in general. Mm-hmm. Also has movable flaps, so blown flaps or whatever they call them. Um, 50 amp ESCs and motors powered by a 6,000 milliamp battery, right? Forest LiPo. Um, the servos and the cooling fan, those are powered by like a 1,000 milliamp uh, two or three cell battery. Uh, the plans, he also drew plans, which is awesome, which we love that yeah. because other people can now— Build it themselves. Those are also available online. Uh, we'll put a link down below for those things. Um, also, the landing gear detaches or can be fixed, depending on what your preference is, which is really cool. So, all together, when you see the photos, you'll see it's so complete, looks great. Can't I can't wait. I don't know if he's going to paint it or not, yeah. but if he does, I can't wait to see it painted. Yeah, it's gonna be incredible. It's, it's gonna be incredible. So, my man Benjamin, you're the man. Good I job, love brother. it. Thank you so much for for essentially giving your heart and your passion. Um, and inspiring others, yeah. um, just like Josh does on a daily basis right. with with his passion for flight, oh, which is really for. cool. So, Well, now you guys have
0: another reason to go to California for the first Flight Fest West, too, is to yes. see Ben's awesome aircraft yep. flight. To
2: see the awesome flight. Look, Look forward to meeting forward you guys. To oh, right. Awesome. So last thing, actually, we're going to do today is uh, we had a little bit of Q- uh, Q&A last week. We did a little mm-hmm. live one, which— there's some kinks involved and whatnot it still went okay um but we decided to put out a Facebook post this week um and allow for you guys to ask ask some questions mm-hmm. uh for this these two for me for anybody really um to see you know if we can answer some of your questions and, and i think it's going to be a regular segment on the podcast i like to, that. to have you know you guys interact with us us interact actor with you so that we can kind of just answer the, the things that you're thinking about um, on a weekly basis each week so that we can you know be More in constant mm-hmm. contact, so uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have I think we're gonna have Josh Scott read some of these for us. Oh, sure. Um, and the voice and, of Josh in, Scott. in what voice? Um, you know, in you want in, James Earl Jones, Grover? How about how about how about Megan Easterday's voice? No, no I <laughs> want no. Grover, <laughs> I can't be that sarcastic. Can get the Grover, okay, <laughs> that's funny, that's good. All right, the
0: first one's actually about Megan Easter Day. Oh, that's oh, true. Is, yeah, yeah, look it at is. that. Jimmy Cook says, How is
1: Megan doing? I think she's a great addition to flight tests and she should be in more videos. This is
0: awkward. We fired she, her yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm, kidding. There she is. Oh, hi. <laughs> Just, how you, you know doing? How, how, how is Megan is doing, meant, Josh. Megan she's right there. is amazing military and she's also a deadly shot with a Nerf gun. So Truth. I am going to get into this later. Um, how is Megan? How are you doing? Great. Megan is doing great. So have great. you adjusted to, to life with a bunch of crazy, stinky men? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. okay. So good to note. Uh, keep praying for Megan, and uh, you know we'll keep on um, being ourselves. <laughs> yep. And uh, making her need prayers. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Our social good. media presence has definitely improved. It's definitely grown up. Yeah, it's. She's it's done a great awesome. job of that. And uh, yeah, Megan's been a huge blessing to the flight test family. Uh, we actually, uh, there's a lot of women in the flight test family. There uh, is a lot of our spouses uh, were immediately hired. Uh, some actually even before their husbands um, were brought in. Um but uh we 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 definitely what you said earlier, you know, having strong, wonderful women behind us Mm -hmm. is really important. It's true. Megan is a dear friend of uh let's see, your sister, right? My sister, Austin. Yep, Yep. Austin's wife. Your sister Austin? (laughs) Yeah. No no. sister Austin. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, Miss Anna, uh who is Austin's wife. Is Stefan's My sister, sister. Mm-hmm. so if you guys didn't know that connection, Keeping there's it in one the there. Fan. And uh, there's a reason why we pull a lot of energy from family. It's because uh, there's a lot of common convictions, common goals in the family, right. and uh, it really keeps the 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 energy and the, and the crazy lifestyle we have to live uh, rolling. So, yep. indeed, uh, Megan adds so much, uh, especially with the written content. If you guys haven't seen that, uh, check out the article. She's working with different contributors, but also she's writing articles on our content. Uh, on our content. Yep. And uh, on top of that, just doing a great job with social media photography, posts, yep. things like that. So, well done, Megan. Thank you yeah. for all your hard work. And she's still going to shoot me later. <laughs> uh, Radian Tuta. <laughs> I will I
1: will probably mess up all these Sorry, names. buddy. <laughs> hey, guys. In EU, is that Europe? Yep. EU? Okay. We have a major problem with our common heavy foam board. Can you, can you design an airplane with this kind of foam board? Thanks a lot.
0: Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't know. We're gonna be we're gonna be going to Europe here. I believe um, we'll be announcing it. Um, just for a quick meetup, working with at mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, I think they call them toy fairs down there. Um, so we'll let you know that we're gonna send a, a couple of us down here to, to fellowship. But the uh, the one thing I, I'll definitely look at is what kind of phone you guys work with down there. More importantly, if you guys are uh, um, capable, we do have our phone board in the uh, European Union area. Uh, So Grappner is distributing our foam, our water-resistant foam, and we're trying to get down in 25-count packs to make it as economical as possible. There's also our foam available in many of the Grappner-held or or Grappner-supplied hobby shops Mm. there. So you may already have access to our foam. The only reason I'm saying that is because I don't know what your foam works like, and I would love the design around it. My my heart is really for you guys to be able to scratch build economically. So, uh, you know, the answer would be yes, but I don't have my hands on it, and I have no Mm -hmm. clue of finding out. So the best thing I can tell you is try to get our water resistant. And then when I get down there, if there's something I can do, absolutely. Right. Um, here's the key to success. Balance, balance, balance. Right. Our planes with heavier foam turn out tail heavy. best thing you can do is make the nose a little bit longer, shift the tail a little bit back, get that nose weight up in the front, life will be good. Yep. less weight you have to put in the nose and the more you can shift your tail or your, your wing, um, the less the tail has to fight to move that energy up and down, which will make an aircraft feel lighter in the air. Okay. So you may just see an Explorer with a— Maybe a three inch longer nose. Okay. Um, Maybe make Try all it out. things go away. Try yeah. it out. See, yeah. tell us what happens. Yep. Uh, Allison Jade says,
1: who
2: has the best shipping department? <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Good, Hi, old, good old Allison. Allison, thanks for commenting first and foremost. We do have an awesome shipping team. We have an amazing shipping team. Amazing shipping
0: family. And hopefully yep. we'll get to share more, more of them in the near future. Indeed. Indeed. That. I feel really awkward about this. I've never had to do this. To I what? have a, I have a hard meeting I have to hit.
2: <laughs> yes, and we're actually with one last question yes. on the entire thing, which is nice. And I'm sorry, um, guys, that is the rudest thing. I don't mean to be that way, but
0: at the same time, when we have wonderful people <laughs> that we have meetings with, exactly, on our we're going to be meeting too. with some people, all that stuff.
2: So, what's the last? Much. What's the last question? We got uh, here?
1: Ollie Dennison says, "Will it ever be possible to buy speed
0: build kits in the UK?" You can do it already. I think you yeah. can do that yep. go, to, go to Grappner and they carry our speed book kits. As a matter of fact, we're even designing a little bit ahead. So we mm-hmm. send it down to Grappner hopefully ahead of time. So it's within two, three weeks of us releasing. And you'll be getting it not, not three or four months anymore. And uh, so, yeah, check out Grappner. Also check out the local hobby shops that buy from Grappner. If you don't see it there and they work with Grappner, request it. And it's very easy to get that stuff in there. So uh, the answer is yes. We're even going to be doing some European-specific like the Uhu, I believe is what it's called. Nice. Like uh, the drink? Uh, uh-huh, I like uh-huh. The, uh-huh. the song, yeah, no, not, like not uhu, but uhu. Um, we're gonna try to recreate some of the classics that Good. are really well known in the uh,
2: European area and bring it back. So, uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, I, that's that's all I have for today, anyways. So uh, we'll, we'll get Josh Scott. Thank you so much for yeah. all hey. that, Josh Baker. Thank thanks for being part. Yeah, thank you. And we have some other questions on here that we will hit next, uh, next week, and we'll also do another Facebook post about some new questions as well. So, and don't worry if you don't get your question answered, we won't answer all of them each week, but we will pick out, you know, five, 10, 15, depending on how much time we have, yeah. um, to get those out so that we can, uh, answer those questions for you. So yeah. guys, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it guys. Thanks for watching and yeah. listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Have a blessed day guys. See you. Yeah.